Thanks for tuning in. I'm Zach, and this is Podcast Junkie, a weekly bite-sized show that gives you a look into a new podcast each week. If you're looking to help further Podcast Junkie and support any podcasts, don't forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash podcast junkie, or check out our Discord community. The link to that is available at castjunkie.com, where we have a full line of support indie podcast merch. Profits from Patreon and merch sold all go back to support other people's indie podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to Podcast Junkie so you can get the next episode as soon as it drops. And rate and review us over on Podchaser or wherever you're listening to help us get our name out there. With that, let's get into this week's review. This week, we're talking horror in movies and horror in real life with Andrew and Maddie. That's right, this week's podcast is Friday the 13th Horror Podcast, or as Friday as I'm going to refer to it from here on out. Friday episodes are based around a horrific theme in life and in movies. Each episode starts with the real-life horrors like racism, sexism, current political issues, and so on. They approach these horrors with a LGBT perspective. With this, episodes can be and are usually raw and personal, but Maddie and Andrew do an excellent job making fun of the causes for these horrors and laugh often through the episode with what they call silly gay nonsense. Since this show is broken up into two parts, real life and movies, let's take a quick listen, break this review in half as they do. Should be allowed to now know only these people should be allowed and only the people that are here illegally, if you will, should be here. It's 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 a problem. Well, and yeah, it's, it, it's and it's only being given power because of, uh, frankly, the president. Exactly. And I, I think that the, the most egregious example of that <clears throat> is when the Charlottesville, Virginia attack took place. Right. I thought we'll talk more about this. But when that happened, what did President Trump say after the rally, after somebody was killed? That there are uh, good people on both sides. Fine people on fine both people, sides. Fine people? Yeah, fine people. Okay. And it was, and you know, to, to people that are in those... Um, in those like conspiracy theory circles, in sure. those circles with like Alex Jones type yeah. folks, in white nationalist circles, they don't hear things the same way that you and I do. Can you explain to me a little bit more? What about I mean that? by yeah. that is that like they're actually they look for what they think are code words from mm-hmm. the president and from people on TV because in their their view of reality is so different from ours. Sure, right? like you and I watch things like. CNN or like even Fox News sometimes whatever like if yeah. if you if you want to be really gracious interpretation say, you know both sides can be can be right sometimes whatever sure they look at everything and they say no everything is controlled by Jews everything is controlled by Jews and it's all about a Zionist occupation government that they sometimes call Zog not even joking right oh now. I don't and know that, anything about this yep and that it is all controlled and everything that we're seeing in mainstream media is actually not real hmm. and that the only things that are real are sometimes the president will use code words and those code words they have developed this wacky system it's almost like their own language precisely it's, yeah it's, it's it's a code can you give me like an example of just like one or two i can't and actually i, I knew you were going to ask that and i can't think of anything right now um but if you look into things like QAnon, for example QAnon is a is it's not really an organization it's sort of like the alt-right it just kind of like exists in the ether okay and there's a lot of people who are QAnon members who will show up to rallies with like big cues on their shirts and stuff like that it's like and a secret society totally and they are the primary believers that for example when the president says something like there are fine people on both sides what he's really saying 
saying is white people only the 14 words are all that matter and this is where we're going you know forward right now Jeez. and so like it's just, it, it's 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 difficult to to talk about this sometimes if you're just a normal person like us yeah because it really does require shifting your mindset and trying to get into the shoes of somebody who was white supremacist or learn to an America that is pre and spread it to other people that may and, be manipulated. And by see it. that, that that's actually part of the problem, right? Is that part of what the, the, the white nationalist movement does. Your person would be a white, you know, preferably Aryan, but dark hair is fine too. Mm-hmm. So Andrew, actually you're really safe. In this. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I'm definitely out. Um, even though Hitler had dark hair, like, does anyone ever think about yeah, that? You know I don't I mean? know. Like, in where I've really been emotionally taken mm-hmm. and where I've really, I've, I've cried watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some, there are, it, it's difficult to watch victims of abuse, um, come out of it and learn. Oh, you tell me that little motherfucker like won the war. How, how did he do it? Yeah. We have no idea what it is. We also don't really know about their theology. Why do they believe what they believe? Sure. What actually do they even believe? Because all we're being given in this new season is just the same old shit kind of recycled. Like you, a day in the life yeah, of Gilead. And, and, and you watch it and you're kind of like, you know, it just sort of seems like a bunch of people who like don't know about religion in general, like writing like a fantasy novel. And I'm kind of tired of it because honestly, like there's real shit happening here right now that is actually really fucking scary. Like, sure. I could just watch that all fucking day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I don't know where we're going. It needs to do something very soon because it's getting it's getting boring. Hmm. That, that's interesting how I feel about it. Yeah, no, I've definitely I, I've never watched the show, but I've definitely yeah. uh, heard um, less about it. Yeah. Whereas the first season, I remember everyone was talking about it. Yep. So I, I I'm gathering that your frustration is probably shared. Oh yeah, and hey, don't forget our prep pills are stamped with Gilead. <laughs> Have a good day. Our final choice is. The same one, right? Yeah, yeah. We went and saw it yesterday. We and this uh, just to let everybody know, we will not be spoiling anything. Yeah, we, we don't spoil on, on on this particular segment. So you don't have that. to turn this off. But we did go and see Midsummer yesterday, mm-hmm. and all I have to say uh, is Ari Aster, mm-hmm. who hurt you? Oh yeah, who mm-hmm. hurt you in your in your young life that made you this way? I mean, who <laughs> who hurt you? Yes, but get over here and have a hug because baby, I love you because everything you you give to me, mm, I just want to eat it. I just want to put a sauce on it. I just want to like lick it up. I loved this movie. It was very good. I liked it a lot. Um, uh. I think the only thing that I had frustrations with, and we'll kind of see because he, I mean, this is only his second movie, yeah. so he's a very young filmmaker. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he can start to edit himself a little bit. Yeah, and I'm sure that because he will. um, he he just has so many of those like lingering shots sure. that like. You, you can do those, and they, they do build tension in certain times in the movie, yeah. but you can't do it every time. I think that he will have to, because, look, I love the horror community with all my heart, yeah. but don't be mad at me when I say this. Y'all don't have patience. And so, like, and I mean I mean a lot of people in the horror community. Yeah. Longer lingering movies, which which I, like, find often, like, kind of beautiful in a way. Like, a lot of people, like, just, they don't, they don't get into it, because they, they, it, it's not the same like like pace that they're used to. No, I which, get which, it. Which honestly, yeah. and this is not you, by the way. I'm just, I'm well, just, like, no, saying, like, I, I have, I have like, those same, kind of things. But in what I'm saying is, I what I am saying with this movie is that there's probably like one too many oh, or two sure. too many. No, I, I, and that I totally get because they're uh, without giving anything away. There is definitely like a finale to this movie <laughs> that takes 
a really long time. I'd say it's, it's a it's a ten it's a ten minute finale. Yeah, like, but it's I, a ten minute. Yeah, like, and I, I don't want to give anything away, so woo. I don't want to expand upon. Oh yeah, it too nothing much, at but, all for sure. But I mean, um, also like no, when you're going into this movie, I think it clocks in at two hours and twenty eight minutes. Yeah, it's a it's a it's, it's a long one. It's it's not short, but also like I mean, it does meander. I didn't. Feel I was never bored. Same, I'm not saying that. Same, exactly. It, it, it was not boring to me. And you can definitely tell that he has a style. Like oh, he has yeah. like his style. Because you're going to notice similarities between Hereditary and this. But they're not, very oh, different. They're so movie. different. But but stylistically, when it comes to like music and when it comes to color and light, yeah, it's a lot of the same. And and the thing I was you know I was telling a friend about this yesterday when we were having drinks after. He is such a theatrical director. Yeah. And you really see it in his lighting design. And you see the same sort of like box sort and of in like, like, like directing. The brutality. And the brutality. Yeah. It's, it's, it Oof. is. It's. It is. Um, it's not for the faint of heart. It's. Uh, it, it's one of those things where it's like you. You just. You know it's going to be awful, but motherfucker, you cannot look away. It's yeah. sort of like in Hereditary, which by now you should have seen this, right? Yeah. When she cuts her head off with the line the fishing line like <laughs> piano you, cord or piano cord pardon me like you're looking at it and you're like i Am can't I watching stop this? <laughs> looking at you cutting off your own head i have to watch yeah so no i i i thought it was really well done um i think i mentioned to you i'm like yeah. i want to watch it one more time sure and then maybe i'll like pick up on some more things oh, because yeah. the like, thing i really love about these two is that andrew and maddie tie in the real life horror to the movie horror in the second half this direct correlation between both segments is a great way to tie in not only the LGBT struggles, but struggles that affect us as a society, because let's be honest, it's a scary time for many of us to live. So if you're a fan of horror movies, look no further than Fry Gay the 13th Horror Podcast. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy listening to Fry Gay the 13th Horror Podcast, or any other podcast we've previously covered, which can all be found wherever you're listening to Podcast Junkie. You can find us at Cast Junkie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So follow us, won't you? We'll be posting links to this show and all others we cover on them. Have a podcast suggestion? Send them to us at castjunkie.com and we'll add it to our list. Until next week, don't forget to binge all the podcasts we've been highlighting. 